All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the One Health Podcast. Today on the show, I have Sherry Tobin. Sherry, thanks for joining us. Yay, happy to be here. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I want to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Motivate You and EcoGym. Motivate You is helping people live a healthier lifestyle through nutrition, meal plans, training, goal setting, and overall wellness. Uh, Go to shop.team motive the letter eight and then the letter n and the letter u.com so that's shop.teammotivate and u.com to check them out all podcast listeners are going to receive a complimentary macro plan when you mention this ad uh and also eco gym antonio eco gym's doing some pretty crazy things in the fitness industry pretty crazy <laughs> they are a unique 24-hour human and solar-powered fitness club where the more you work out the less you pay i believe Make- the first correct they are the first the one and only um the more you work out the less you pay which is a crazy concept nobody else is doing that make sure you guys go to ecogymworldwide.com find a club near you podcast listeners will receive 50 dollars off on any membership that they choose so that's a really good deal there also if you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the one health podcast or would like to view our videos get more information find out about our mission and what we're doing here, go to onehealthpodcast.com. Also, a special thanks to Core Power Yoga. They are a big participant in a lot of stuff that we do here at EcoGym. We've set up an awesome partnership, thanks to Sherry here. So shout out to you. Thank you again. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we have Sherry here. Sherry is a operator of one of the local Core Power Yogas here in the Chicago area. Um, I'm really curious. I have so many questions for you. I know I went over and did a class and experienced it, but what I want to know, I guess, starting off is how did you get into the whole yoga movement? Take us back to the beginning. How did you do that? Oh, the yoga movement. So for me, my journey started, I'm going to say 2011, maybe even prior to that, I started doing P90X. You all remember P90X, right? Oh yeah. And they had the yoga segment. First experience of yoga was P90X. Then I moved um, to Denver and I was looking for something. I had done a Pilates class with a girlfriend of mine in New Mexico visiting. And it was like hard with weights and like small movement. And I'm like, this class is so awesome. Like I need to find something that's like challenging, but sounds super simple, but like works these little tiny muscles. And like I come away from it sore the next day. Um, So I moved to Denver in 2011. I started Googling um, something about workouts and I fell upon Core Power. So I entered Core Power taking a sculpt class and I fell in love. It was everything I wanted. It was challenging. I got sweaty, I got sore. I had worked muscles that I never had worked on my own before Um, and so then I enrolled in training, and I became an instructor, and now I'm managing. So So how did you end up here at the Chicago location? Did you go through that training that they make you go through, and then they say, hey, you're going here? Is that kind of how that works? No. So you go through training with Core Power. Um, You have the option to teach with Core Power. You can take your certification anywhere and teach anywhere that um, validates your certification. So either 200-hour, which is nationally registered yoga instructor. which I have that as well, but as sculpt instructor, it's a smaller, it's a lesser program, it's 80 hours. Um, and any industry, any um, 
gym can accept that and allow you to teach a class. So you could take one of our sculpt instructors and um, have them teach a sculpt-related class here at EcoGym, but you wouldn't do that because I'm your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Um, so um, I moved to Chicago, and so um, Core Power is nationwide, and so I transferred, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so I know I took one class, um, and I am still such a novice at this. There's yoga language, there's terminology for everything. How many different types of yoga do you guys teach over there? Is it just one style? No. So at Core Power Yoga, we have a very physical practice. So there's many different types of yoga. There's meditative yoga. There's yoga which focuses primarily on your breath. There's a really physical aspect to it. And we are a very physical kind of company. So all of our yoga classes, of course, will involve core, which is the core of our name, core power, because that's where it all begins for you. That's where all of your strength, your stability, your stature, all of that comes from your core. So it's our foundation. Um, Our yoga classes, we have um, a hot power fusion class, which is a blend of hot yoga um, and vinyasa. So hot yoga, you hold postures for 30 to 60 seconds. Fabulous for athletes, anybody who's super active, because it really allows you to lengthen your muscles, improve balance, which improves all of your performance, athletically, walking, all of the things that you might do. Hot Power Fusion is a super awesome complement to any practice that you're doing. Um, It's also heated, um, which allows for you to get deeper into your muscles more safely, more quickly. And you also enjoy detoxification because you sweat your booty off. I know when I left. (laughs) Is that the class you took? Yeah. Which is like one of the harder ones, right? It's hard. I took Hot Power Fusion, which Mm -hmm. is like advanced level. Um, Yeah. Why not just dive right in, right? Dive right in. (laughs) Uh, And she is totally right. I will say this. The one thing I noticed doing hot yoga is my muscles have never felt more loose in my entire life. I was a big, you know, big into weightlifting, stuff like that. And you always try to stretch afterwards. But, you know, when it's, you know, the temperature at the gym is, you know, 68, 69 degrees, something like that. And then you go into what what temperature is it in that studio? It's 100 degrees with 40% humidity, that hot power fusion. All the other ones have different, <laughs> but you went to the hottest class. Yeah. Smart. You're so, smart. So hot. And I seriously it loosened up every single muscle in my body and I had never done it before. So for me, that was a big shock. I was like, oh my God, this is great. I felt like a wet noodle when I yes. <laughs> That's seriously how I could describe it. And would you say, that what's your most popular class that you guys have over there? So um, Hot Power Fusion is one of um, our most popular. Um, the second competing most popular would be our Yoga Sculpt class, which is yoga with weights, plyometrics, cardio, also a heated class, but at a lesser degree. It's pretty much like a fitness-based class with yoga being the foundation. Um, it's set to music. Everything is timed, so it's really a musically-based class. It's so much fun. Um, so it's basically our workout class, um, and then you combine that with Hot Power Fusion, and you're like winning because, wow. you know, you work your muscles, and then you go wet noodle, and <laughs> so good, so good. Um, so there's – how many different types of yoga is there out oh, there? So – Tons of different types out there. Within okay. Core Power, we have five, five different, six, depending on the studio you go to. So there's Power Vinyasa, Yoga Sculpt, Hot Power Fusion, which you took. We have Core Restore, which gets B 
beyond the muscle into the joints. Um, so it's a super slow place class and you really get into like the fascia of like the joints and you just hold amazing stretches for three to five minutes. So if you're a mover, you wanna get out of there cause you wanna like move, but then you feel amazing at the end. Um, and now at some of the studios we're offering um, and regionally, depending on the state you're at, there's also just a hot yoga class, which is um, takes kind of the vinyasa part out of it. You had a little bit of vinyasa in your hot power fusion. But what does vinyasa mean? Yeah, Vinyasa means breath to movement. So you flow one posture with each breath you take. So you might inhale crescent lunge, exhale warrior two, inhale reverse. So it's like a dance. Um, okay. And it's it, it involves coordination, it involves focus, it involves direct attention, intention, um, and also strength. Um, you, you did that class? Yeah, did you I tried. Do <laughs> <laughs> the key word is I tried the class. I'm sure you did. I'm What's sure you funny did. is I went with some hardcore athletes that train at Eco Gym, and we went over there, and they were gung-ho on trying, which is great that they had mm-hmm. an open mind. I find, and I don't know if you find this too, Antonio, a lot of people in our industry are like, oh, yoga, that's lame, that's boring, that's just for, you know, girls. I hear a lot of guys say that, right? Mm-hmm. We went in with an open mind, and it's funny to see these elite athletes try to hold these poses. They can't do it. I know. <laughs> we're, we're falling over. I'm falling over. I think my balance is pretty good, mm-hmm. and my core is pretty strong, but it's a totally different feeling. Mm-hmm. It really is with the different poses. Um how many different poses are there? Oh my you, gosh. You rattled off like eight right there. Oh my gosh. I don't is even there like know. Hundreds? Thousands? There's probably not thousands, but there's a lot. And I don't know if I'm supposed to know how many different poses there are, but there's a ton. And there's also variations to specific poses too. So, um, you know, there's a bunch of basic poses. Like I just rattled off the like four, crescent lunge, warrior two, um, and then there's, you know, extended side angle. There's just all these different variations that you get to from engaging in one posture and then you move into the next. It's all like a big dance with your body. The more you go, the more you learn to understand how your body feels in each posture um, and it becomes more normal and natural. But yes, it is fun to watch anybody come in to yoga for the first time, including myself. So before I ever did yoga, I was in the gym curling 20s in each arm, right? Because you see these muscles, right? <laughs> and so the girl at the desk was like, get a set of three pound weights. I'm like, what, yeah. really, three pound weights? I'm curling 20s, can't you tell? Um, and I got in there and got my butt kicked. It's just something different, it's something new. It's a new way to like move your body, maybe. It's so important to confuse your body. I think it keeps you thinking and keeps your mind active and your body continuing to learn and grow and be challenged. Yeah. What would you uh, recommend for someone who's looking to you know, try yoga for the first time or, or get started with it? Like at Core Power? Yeah. Um, so I would recommend our foundational classes, which Hot Power Fusion, oddly, would be considered a foundational class. Foundation does not mean easy. It means that you'll be introduced to all of the postures you would see in any other class you take at Core Power. Um, So the class that you took, Hot Power Fusion, is a set sequence. It's the same every time. So it it really allows you to come back to class each time and hear a different cue and to feel your body move into a posture that you didn't hear the last time you went there. Um, So it really allows you to understand your body and how your body feels in every posture. The same with our Core Power One class. It's um, foundational in the sense that it's the same every time. Um, but it's not heated. 
And by not heated, I mean it's 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Your bottom line, you are going to sweat at hot yoga. Yeah, yes. Yes, you will sweat. You'll make a little puddles if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I'm always curious about with yoga and you hear connecting your mind with your body. That's a huge thing. And as I was running through this class, the instructor was speaking the yoga language. I didn't really understand what she was saying because I didn't do my research before. But talk to me about the connecting the body and mind and how important that is in yoga. Super important, um, mainly to keep yourself safe and aware, right? If your mind is gone and you're working your body in anything, you're not fully present. So one, you're not getting the maximum benefit out of anything you're doing if your mind is not present. And two, you set yourself up for injury, right? Because you're not focusing, you're not like aware of what's really going on. Um, and that's with anything we do. So we practice mind-body on our yoga mat so you can step off your mat and be mind-body involved in anything you do outside of your life. Because when you can fully be present in something, um, you're fully engaged in a moment and you don't miss the good stuff. Um, so we really practice that, one, for safety, of course, and one, to practice presence. And like presence on your mat, presence with your body. And then you can, if you're really tapped in, mind, body, you know when your body's talking to you. We miss that. Like our body talks to us. It lets us know how we're feeling and what's happening to it. But if we're somewhere else, we miss it. So it's a lot of like connecting mind and body, not only on your mat, again, um, for presence and safety, but just to practice it off of your mat in whatever you're doing. I think that's a really good point. We get so caught up in the day-to-day and what we're doing you know, your body, oh, I have this headache. Well, why do I have this headache? Mm-hmm. What am I putting into my body? Mm-hmm. We see that in fitness all the time. Yep. You have to listen to mm-hmm. what's going on. And another thing I was wondering about is it's very meditative when you're doing yoga. Mm-hmm. What are some tips and pointers? Because I had trouble with this when I did the class. What are some tips and pointers that you've learned over the years on how to block out all the other distractions so when you start to do this meditation your mind wanders into I have this problem over here that I need to take care of after class I gotta go here I gotta do this I gotta take care of the kids whatever it is how do you block that out that's a great question <laughs> so um, we have very active minds because we're advanced beings and it's one of the greatest things about being human right That said, all of those to-dos kind of get in the way of anything we're engaging in. So we often think of being meditative as having to like ignore everything. So start with one, acknowledging something that might be happening in your present. So you're gonna have thoughts come in. And so be like, hey thought, oh yeah, I do have to pick up the kids, but guess what? I'm still gonna have to pick up the kids when I leave this class. So I'm gonna focus back in on hearing my breath move in and out of my body hearing and feeling my breath move in and out of my body taking a big inhale so that i actually feel my lungs expand and big exhale to feel my actually my core contract so it's about maybe maybe starting with one thing i'm going to focus on my breath or any of your five senses pick a sense to engage in like i'm going to engage with my sense of smell you know what's weird i actually like the smell of my yoga mat like most people don't, but like, so I don't think I would like to smell it. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I, I actually really love don't. to sniff it. 
when I'm on in child's pose where your head is down on your mat. Anyways, I like to smell it. So to bring me back, one thing I might do is re-engage with my sense of smell because it's one thing. Focus on one thing because your mind is going to move and it's going to have thoughts and that's okay. But pick something to allow you to bring yourself back. That makes sense. Hmm. Interesting. Or decide that you're going to choose to pay attention to the noises in the room. So I'm going to bring myself back by not only listening to the instructor, for example, but also hearing the heat turn on, also hearing other people's breath and my own. Again, utilizing a sense that makes sense to you, one of your five senses to pull you back in. Is yoga for anyone, any age group? Would you recommend it for? I know we have some older clientele here. Um, is it still safe to do at any age, really? Is it like kind of like modifications you can do to the poses? Totally. So okay. um, we definitely don't recommend heat for anybody under 16 because mm-hmm. their little um, bodies are still growing and their pores are still developing. Um, so heat is another factor. Um, yoga can be accessible to anybody. So we always, always, always encourage modifications. That said, if the physical practice at core power, for example, and the modifications that you can engage in in class, like dropping to a back knee, all these things that we talked to you about, there's other types of yoga at, at other places. Like there's, um, for people who are less mobile, there's actually like chair-based yoga. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe that comes that. from a chair. And they're still doing yoga postures with the support of a chair underneath of them. So for older people who have a harder time getting down on their knees, especially up and down, um, a physical practice like at Core Power would not be a good fit for them because it would just be frustrating, right? There's so much up and down that's annoying. Um, Something more accessible like chair yoga, um, maybe even like a hatha yoga, more breath-based, but there is something for everybody out there. And um, at Core Power, like any studio, we really want um, something that fits the student. And so Core Power isn't for everybody, for example, but there is a yoga out there for everybody. And would you, is this something that you can do every day or is it kind of, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or can you take as many classes a week? That's Uh, a great question. You are going to do as much yoga as your body wants you to do. So um, again, it's you pay attention to how your body feels. You overdo anything and it's overdoing it. Again, your body lets you know, like, hey, I can do another yoga class today. Or maybe I'm going to do sculpt one day and then I'm going to do hot power fusion to lengthen my muscles after they just got tight from working out with weights. Or I'm going to do eco gym on Thursday and come to core power on Friday and do a vinyasa class and flow breath to movement or a class that allows me to focus on lengthening my nice tight muscles that I just worked out. So even for the avid weightlifter, it's good. Oh my God, so good. It's going to enhance your performance and your ability to get more muscly. So, so, so I, need to, I need to get yes. over there and take a class. Yes. Ability to get more muscly. Yes. We're scientific here That's on the show. That's a good word. We're scientific here on the show. So as far as um, the reason why you got into yoga, was there a specific goal that you had in mind that you wanted to work towards? Was there a life event that pushed you into this or was it just you just trying it and liking it? So the, I mean, if there was a life event, event, it was moving and trying to find something to fit my needs for movement. Um, I have to move. I have a lot of energy in my body. Um, so movement for me, one feels good physically Two, um, 
yoga, for example, as any exercise, running, whatever you do, it's a brain dump. It allows me to focus on something else other than the mind chatter that um, can consume me at times. And also, um, I, I am a thin person, so if I don't do anything physically active, I look um, thin, thin, and I like to look muscly thin muscly word Toned. of the day yeah yeah we're, we're gonna hashtag that okay. muscly <laughs> muscly <laughs> and i want to be strong i love being strong don't you want to be like strong do oh, you feel yeah. like you can do stuff definitely what are you doing for um nutrition is there a specific like yoga nutrition that goes along with it is there anything you recommend or is it just kind of whatever your personal preference is I mean, I think we would all benefit from eating cleaner in general, right? Remove the fast food, remove the processed food. Um, I don't know that I, I follow any specific plan other than what works for me. I try to eat cleaner. Um, I do love beer and I love um, chocolate cake a lot. <laughs> Man. But it's all in modification. <laughs> I know, poor Antonio, I'm sorry. He can't eat any of those things. Antonio's still training for the show. <laughs> careful <laughs> you might take a bite off of her finger if you're I not know. careful you just like those words they sound so good <laughs> but um in general it's moderation right it's about what feels best in your body i will tell you what i can feel when i drank the day before doesn't mean i'm going to change it because i can still do what i want to do but i sure know when i put beer in my body because i feel a little different and um i think it's about just taking care of you and listening to your body yeah that's so true. Moderation is definitely key. Um, you know, we had Stacy Boyer on the show, fitness competitor, fitness coach, and she said you got to kind of build in those cheat days, but then build your uh, workouts. Uh, treat. No, treat. Treat. Oh, treat. Meals. She called them a treat meal, not a cheat meal. That's a better word. I don't want the negative connotation. <laughs> no. So good. But yeah, you're right. If you if you build in, you know, maybe two yoga sessions on, you know, the day before you do the boozing, and the day after you do the boozing, it's not gonna affect you as bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we're all we're all human, you know. Yeah. yeah. We need those things. Um, any tips or tricks that you can share with us on how you start your day? Are you an early riser? Are you a person who goes to that super early sunrise yoga class, or do you sleep in a bit? What What do you? What's your morning routine? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm an early riser when I have to be. I do not choose it. Waking up is like the worst thing in my day. <laughs> the actual process of like waking up. Um, so if I had it my way, and I don't always, I mean, oh, give me a 10 a.m., an 11, or a 12 p.m. class. Perfect time for me because I can get food in my body. And I have to eat two hours before I work out because I cramp. Again, it's another just specific body thing about my body. My husband, for example, can eat like a freaking burrito and go for a run. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> um, so anyways, that time allows me to eat and feel full and have energy. Um, I don't have – there's no specific formula, formula. I think you do what you can when you can. Um, if I had to, I think working out earlier is better for me. By the time the end of the day comes, I'm already thinking about um, dinner and – watching my favorite bad television show you know what i mean what's yeah. that show what's your favorite show right now oh my god are you ready yeah i love the real housewives <laughs> so bad and i tell you what i watch like four of them i watch four of them the what you got the I oc got oc the um i like love TV show, the OC? i know your wife makes you watch no 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 real housewives of those oh, oh no we're, yeah. we're 
Does your wife watch any of that? No. Oh, oh my God. Good, good for her. I'm good so proud her. of her. I'm really proud of her. It's, a, it's okay. We're, we're watching a lot of Gilmore Girls right now. So. Oh. <laughs> That's a nice, wholesome show. It is. It's a very awesome. good, wholesome show. So you got all four. I well, Okay. So they all come on at different times. And I don't really have good TV anymore. So I get a hit and miss. But I used to record it when I had like a real legit DVR. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I, I love them. I got to be honest. I love watching them be little maniacs. I mean, we're all maniacs, it's, right? It's just not recorded. I have a confession. I have a guilty confession here. We here. here we go. I'm ready. I will say that Jersey Shore. <laughs> I knew it. Jersey Shore is <laughs> guilty. I love Jersey Shore. You want to know why? I know why you watch these shows because it's like a car accident happening in front of you. You 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 want to turn away, but you can't because it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's so entertaining, and guess what? You don't have to think. Sometimes I walk away feeling a little less smart than when I started. Oh, 100%. But don't you love that feeling a little bit? <laughs> Every now and then, I just need a break from, from thinking. Yes. I listen to my podcasts on the way to work. I fill my brain with knowledge all day long. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to just hit that pause button, right? Just watch a little Jersey Shore. It is. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. There's really nothing wrong with it. Um. If you had to give two tips and pointers for somebody looking to get into yoga, I'm new to it. I'm very, very hesitant. What would those two things be? Anything in particular? I would definitely say be patient and be accepting. Your body is where it's at. Like, and be patient. Doing anything new, it does not matter if it's yoga, if it's coming to eco gym and working out for the first time. Like. We all have these big expectations and we're always working like to be the best version of ourselves. Again, another gift of being human, right? But those get in the way and it disrupts you from like being accepting of like, wow, I just stepped onto a yoga mat for the first time. I just stepped into eco gym for the first time and I just curled a weight for the first time on my own and I did it right. I just think that there's there's grace and acceptance and patience and like, yes, wanting more, but acknowledging we all start somewhere. I love that. It's hard to walk into something new and not have the mentality of, oh my God, I can't do this. Yep. Oh my God, I can't do this. I know most of the poses that I did that first day, I couldn't do them. Mm -hmm. But at some point you just gotta look at it and be like, I'm brand new to this and that's okay. Mm -hmm. There were people around me and even some people that I talked to after class said, oh, I've been doing this for five years. Mm -hmm. That's how I can, what's the pose where you literally stand on your head? What's that one? A headstand. And is that what it's called? Yes. There's no yoga term. I, there for might that? be a yoga term, but I don't know all of them. <laughs> You're so cute. Yes, it's a headstand, the one where you stand on your head. Anyway, so there I'm, might be I'm, a yoga term. I don't did know. Did you get that on camera? That was on camera. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> there is, um, yeah. I mean, there was somebody in class that did this, and I'm looking at him, and I tried to do it for 30 seconds. I'm like, okay, this is. I'm not going to do this, mm -hmm. and fall on my face. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And the same thing goes for when you're starting any sort of fitness program. If you're brand new to the gym, that's okay. It's okay to wander over in the freeway area. It's okay to do something you haven't done before. I found a lot of people want to help others. Um, I know in our clubs that Antonio and I work in, people start to become friends with each other through helping each other. So it's okay to go out on that limb and go over there and do that weightlifting if there's you know, some other guys in the free weight area or walk over to a cable machine 
yeah. and use it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so the, I'm, I'm really glad you said that, be accepting of everything. I mean, we all had a first time at everything, right? We were all beginners at one point in whatever we're doing. So I, I don't know that I, I have forgotten what it was like to be new at yoga. I remember that. Like, I remember my first sculpt class where I got my butt handed to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I first started yoga, I couldn't, um, I could probably get my fingertips to my knees bending over. So now I can get my fingertips to the floor. What? <laughs> what? I know. <laughs> but I will never be able to fold in half either. Like all of our bodies also have limitations, like the way we're built, like, and you can't change that. So mm-hmm. anyways, yes, being accepting. What's next for, for you with Corpora Yoga? Do you have any big goals in mm-hmm. mind? Do you want to go and spread this throughout the country and, and, and do all this stuff? What what do you have in mind? You know what? Um, I don't know that I know my long-term goal as far as just being with Core Power at this point, but I know that um, I love teaching. I love teaching. I love um, giving to others what I love. Um, so I, I've just been trained, get this, in Hot Power Fusion. I wasn't trained oh. until now. What? Congratulations. Yeah. So I'm thinking I'm going to try and master that because I love um, mastering things. Like that's right. Like we're always striving yeah. what I just talked about. Yeah. But I'm going to go in and do it for the first time, just like we've all done everything for the first time. And guess what? It's going to be imperfect and I'm going to embrace the imperfection. Um, so I think I want to give that a go and just really kind of give the things that I love um, about that format. Um, and also... Um, be brand new at something again, right? And embrace where we all are at some point of our life doing one thing or the other, so. I like how you said embrace the um, imperfections. Oh my gosh. So many people are so scared to fail at things, but when I, and when you, Antonio, train people too, I tell them to fail. Jump in head first, fail, 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 and learn because Mm -hmm. truly, that's the only way you're going to learn. Totally. And you don't hang on to the negative aspect of it being a failure. If you, in retrospect, can look back on it and say to yourself, what did I learn from this? I think that's huge mm-hmm. in life to get that down pat. Yep. It's huge. It's all just information nope. for growing, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to think of it that way because we just always want to be our best self. Again, it's another wonderful thing about who we are as humans, but it's unrealistic and we set ourselves up for these unrealistic expert expectations and then we get down on ourselves and that does no good. It doesn't do any good to like mm-hmm. beat yourself up because nothing changes, but just going in and doing it and like moving forward from there. It's a good step. So I've got to take a class. <laughs> you have to. Have Come to. take a class. Oh my God. How do I, how do I get set up with this? So Friday, you, what's your earliest class that you offer? On Friday at this location. So we're brand new, yep. brand newish. We're only, um, Oh my gosh, nine months old. So my schedule's smaller. Um, my first class on, oh, you should do it. It's HPF at 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy that day. Oh my God, oh my God, yeah, take Tori. Go. You guys are gonna have so much fun. <laughs> and um, Jamie is the instructor of that class. She's so great. Oh my God, you'll just go in, you'll give yourself a good 15 minutes. We'll create a profile for you. We'll show you the studio, get you all set up. And then you'll get bendy. You get bendy. 
How many locations <laughs> does Core Power have? Is this like a nationwide thing? Oh my gosh, yes. We are all over the country. Oh, okay. Um, so I should know this number. I believe um, my my Core Power, the Northbrook, is a franchise. Um, the franchise level for yoga, um, we're about to expand to 50 studios nationwide. However, there's also corporate Core Power. Um, and so they're nationwide as well. We all follow the same structure, the same um, expectations, things like that. There's only just little minor differences. And then there's um, a couple, just I think only two other franchises. But again, nationwide. And you can go to Core Power anywhere you want when you're a member at Core Power. What's the website? How do I find you? CorePowerYoga.com. Find me. Easy. Easy. Super easy. Are you on social media? Anywhere? Me? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not that good at it. No? Like, no, I like just kind of look at people and then I just have like my dog. My dog. <laughs> it. it was more of a personal thing for you than yeah. a business. Thing. I don't have a. I did when I had when I did my other thing. Um, when I was living in Denver, I had like the business stuff because you have to be online, right? Mm-hmm, when you have yeah. a business, so that you're searchable. Um, and being with Core Power, I'm searchable because Core Power is like out there. That we Core Power is on Instagram. It's on Facebook. You name it, we're everywhere. What was your other business? Can you say? Yes, I had a <laughs> private mental health practice. Seriously? Oh, for 13 years, um, I worked behavioral health, mental health. Best thing I've ever done in my life. We literally, we're going to have to have you come back on. I was just thinking that. Yeah. And devote a whole entire episode to that. Oh, my God. Because part of what we're trying to do here is it's all one health. Everything is tied in. Your physical health, your mental health. And for me personally, just in my opinion, we need to take care of the mental health epidemic in our yes. country it's spilling over into all different areas and that's something that not a lot of the general population is educated about. no i know so you did that for how many years 13. wow and oh my god i had a private practice for five and it was amazing so amazing and i um so this doing management i've taught for um seven years um but management was just taking a little step back from that um, for a while, but it was and is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. I've worked with some of the greatest human beings on the planet. Like I feel so lucky to have been a part of their journey. Um, mental health is just as important as our physical health, if, if not more. Um, it's all connected though. So, it, you know, mental, physical, it's all one thing. Um, but I think you're right. It, you know, I think it's becoming less of a stigma now yeah for we're, all, sure. we're talking about it more and and more people are like yeah i'm in therapy like i'll tell you what we all could use a little bit of therapy at one point or another or our entire lives it doesn't matter we've all got a something at some point in our lives um and i think it's becoming more of like an okay thing but i know it's still sort of like a hush hush um yeah mm-hmm. what's the what's the most rewarding thing that you took from the therapy side of your life so watching people move through healing, regain a sense of power over their being and feeling like they're in control again. Um, I, I, I cannot tell you, like, you know, it's, it's intense sitting on the other side of the chair, um, working through some really tough stuff. But like, there is like, I still can get it. I still get chills when I just think about um, watching someone heal in front of my face and, and, and them allowing me to move through that journey with them because it's so it's such a vulnerable space to be, to trust someone enough to go there um, and to trust yourself enough to be like, okay, like 
I, I have what I need by working with this person to move through this next phase of, of regaining the control over me, my mind, my heart, my body. So that's beautiful. Yeah. I, I think a lot of personal trainers in our industry should have their degree in psych psychology. Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. There are days when, you know, yeah. you are their psychiatrist, mm-hmm. you're their therapist. Or, I mean, you attempt to be, but yeah, right. you know, it's. They're well, unloading yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They are sharing whatever. You, you at least listen. Yeah. You know. So we kind of get the same thing on our end. It's really, really, uh, man, it just makes me feel really special when somebody can open up to me like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not a therapist by any means, but a lot of these people share what they have going on in their lives with their trainers. Mm-hmm. And then the physical side of what we're doing to transform them starts to spill over into the mental side mm-hmm. through confidence through you know controlling those emotions going to do a physical activity being constructive with the anxiety Mm -hmm. and finding different ways to manage it so that's so cool that you did that yeah i mean again it's all mind body right like like tapping into your body to be fully present to engage in something physical is something several many people aren't able to do because they've detached from their body you know like so all of this is all it's all connected and um, being a trainer um, and seeing people on the regular, like it, it is really cool to become um, connected and, to, and for them to be trusting enough to like move through whatever they're moving through, whether it's like, I wanna try something new or get on the, out on the field and not have an explosion when something doesn't go my way, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's great. It's like a, we, live, we work in like a cool industry, you know? Yeah, very rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, as we wrap up here, I always like to ask for you to share a little piece of information. So through your therapy practice, through your yoga, just through life in general, if you could share two tidbits of information that you could leave with everybody, what are those? It could be related to anything just in general, your life. Okay. Give us some, give us some advice. I'm going to tell you two things that I think are super important. I don't know if they're going to be the most important because I'm going top of my head. But oh, fine. self-love, you got to love yourself before you can love anybody else. If you want to love hard, you have to love hard on yourself first, right? Amen. Um, and two, I think um, I'm working very hard on this, and I speak to this a lot in my classes, but um, I think presence is a gift that um, – we are not engaged in fully because there are so many great moments that we engage in in our life with our partner, with our kids, with our brother, our sister, our parents. Um, and we are so heavily active in our brains. We are, it's easy to not be connected in moments that count. And then we miss the good shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can say whatever you want on oh, this yeah. show. Okay. We're raw, we're oh real. Oh my God, okay. We okay. love it. Okay. I, I've got goosebumps over here. Yay. I'm- <laughs> I'm wondering why you didn't swear more, actually, yeah, this yeah. whole time. Oh, my God. I censored myself, like, four times. I have, like, a you bad body mouth. It, you got to let it flow. But I want it to be good. No. I want it to be good. See, okay. This is what we want. We want the raw. We want the real. This is why we ask these questions. You should I love see it. when little kids come around me, my, my friends, my family come around with their little humans, and you know when they're absorbing at, like, three or four, and they repeat everything? And I'm dropping the F-bomb. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. But if one of them walks away with the F-bomb from me, winning. If I give it Aunt to them. Sherry. Aunt Sherry. Aunt Sherry, naughty. <laughs> <laughs> um, amazing. Thank you so much for coming Yay. on. And I know, I know you're busy. You got a lot of stuff going on. I really appreciate you sharing this stuff with us. 
Um, we got to have you back. Yeah. This is so fun. I love this. I love this. You guys are so fun. <coughs> this is so good. Yeah. We try to keep it real. We try to keep it laid back. I think our mission on this show is to help as many people as we possibly can through spreading this information. So him and I are not experts by any means. No. On most subjects, right? A lot. We think we are. We think we are. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, the more people, if somebody walked away with just one little piece of information from what you said today, then we won, really. And they got two. Self-love, love yourself, and be present. I love it. I love it. All right. Thanks for listening again. Uh, Again, big, big shout out to our sponsors on the show today, Team Motivate and you and Eco Gym. Join us next week when we bring on the guys from Pride Nutrition. Pride Nutrition. Who do we got? Joe. Joe. And and Frank. Joe and Frank. They're going to dive into the supplement industry, myths about the supplement industry. We're going to grill these guys, so they better be ready. (laughs) Tori, we're getting pretty good at this. We're getting better. (laughs) <laughs> our, our first episode was really rough. Oh. If, if you haven't listened to it, you got to listen gonna, to it. I'm going to like go on. I didn't even know this was happening until oh, yeah. you invited me. We'll share the links. We'll share the links. We'll also link up Core Power's website in the show notes. We have a YouTube channel. Um, we just got last week. We finally got on um, iTunes podcast. I don't know what was going on with their system, but it's up and running now. Um, you can also find us on Spotify, Anchor, anywhere podcasts are heard you can find us on there. Again, if you're interested in finding out more information about our podcast, go to onehealthpodcast.com. We got all of our videos on there, all the latest episodes, information about our mission and sponsors. If you know somebody who might be interested in being a sponsor of the show, there is a contact form on there. So make sure you do that. Until next week, thank you for joining us.